The Run Culture podcast has always been a passion project. It was created to share stories and experiences, to educate runners and to grow the sport. Ultimately, to show that running is cool. The podcast has provided us all opportunities to listen and learn from some interesting people in the running world. Welcome to the Run Culture podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I am an all-out running fan and an accredited running coach, a marathoner myself and an experienced physiotherapist that specialises in treating runners. So, before we get right into the show, if you have enjoyed any of the previous episodes of the Run Culture podcast and they have added value to your life and you want to support the podcast going into 2021, then we have a Patreon page. It's linked to in the show notes. A small monthly donation will go a heck of a way to keeping the show alive. By doing so, you too can also feel fulfilled that you are doing your bit to promote and grow the sport. Also, for those runners interested or in need, links to my online strength and conditioning course for runners or run therapy, my physiotherapy clinic, are also in the show notes. Alas, enough from me. Here's this week's interview. Last week, I had a relaxed, candid chat to the super chilled Rose Davies. At just 21 years of age, Rose recently ran the seventh fastest time ever by an Australian to become the 2021 Women's Zadipec 10,000 metre champion. In what was her first ever podcast interview, I made it my mission to find out a little bit more about Rose. Be it how she almost quit the sport when she plateaued in her mid-teenage years, how she wasn't always calm and relaxed about running, and how her mindset has shifted in recent years, her recent success, what running is like in Newcastle, the biggest role models of her career, how she scored a New Balance sponsorship, what she does outside of running, what she sees as her best event, her favourite training sessions, her goals for this year and beyond, and of course, plenty more. So be sure to listen to this podcast and reach out and follow and support Rose Davies. She's an absolute legend and you'll soon find out why. Hey Rose. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good, good. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, um, how have you pulled up? Oh, not too bad. I yeah. um, Today was a bit of a hard run. I think it's finally like hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a thing like a week later doms, but I yeah. feel like that's how it feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you have a harder run today or? Uh, not really. I just... um. Thursday is sort of like, it's called strong run. It's like a half sort of run slash session. Yeah. I just did like pretty much an hour, just like sub four minute Ks. So it's yep. not too bad on the hills. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, no, yeah. No, no wonder it hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my video. That's fine. Oh, there oh, we there go. You are. <laughs> I, never, I haven't used Zoom before. I know. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> I must be the only person not to use it yet. Yeah, I, I um, hadn't used it much um, before COVID and then because of COVID, I've had to get better at all my tech tech skills. So Yeah, yeah. I, know. I was like, oh, I haven't looked at the computer in a while <laughs> <laughs> since we finished. Oh, you, you must be so wrapped uh, with how last week went. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was stoked. I mean, I didn't really expect it. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, it's been the week's gone pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you yeah. still on cloud nine a little bit? Or Yeah, I was. I think I'm sort of like um, you know, coming back to like normal. Yeah. Just because I had been away too for so long. So um I was away for like a month. So when I came back, like all my friends and stuff like were so like hyped. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, it's I'm back to normal now. <laughs> <laughs> so did you go to Jindabyne before it? Is that is that what it was? You went um did an altitude stint? Yeah, or, I yeah. um we went to so we were at Parishar. Oh Parishar, yeah. And then um for the second week we just went up the road. It's like eight kept the road to Charlotte's Pass. Okay. Yeah. How, how yeah, was so how was that? It's hard running. Yeah. Yeah. It's um because usually I go to falls. Um over the you know New Year's period, so it was it's a lot different to Falls. I mean, like there's no flat running there. Like <laughs> there's no like 
easy, you know, Arvo loops or anything. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> and it's a bit higher than Falls too. I think it's like, I think Charlotte's is like 1800 maybe or yeah. 1750. Yep. Yeah, and Falls is like 1600. So, yeah, it's a little bit higher, hard running, but I mean, it works. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, was that with um, your group and was that, like, did Scott, Westcott go yeah. over there, your coach and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came over and um, we had, I think there was a group of, for the first week, there was maybe a group of like eight, I think. And then, because um, we had a couple of younger girls come over for their first training camp too. So that was good. So the first week was like a bit more chill. And then the second week, we just, um, a couple of us stayed. I think we had four left. Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte. So that was a little bit more different. It was a bit more like, you know, actual like training camp vibes the second week, you know, yeah. session, go go to bed, yep. <laughs> come out when you do an Arvo run. <laughs> Pretty much like a, like living life, like a professional runner. Yeah. Well, we're staying in this um, lodge and um, it was, there was no service there. And, <laughs> and it was like a, um, it was like one of those communal ones. So like, we didn't really see each other during the day because we'd just go hide out in our rooms. So Yeah. <laughs> Only in the end, but it was okay. It was probably good for us. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, when you came down from there, like, h- how long were you down before uh, Zatapec? And and did you did you feel really fit? Like, um, before Zatapec, did you were you got confident going into it? Yeah. Well, okay. So I think we left um, exactly like ten days before Zatapec, and I went to um, Bendigo and stayed with um, Andy Buchanan. Oh yeah. Yeah, so me and um, a girl called Sarah Schiffman, she came second in the um, 3K under 20s. Uh-huh. We both went to Bendigo together and trained with Andy for um, about a week, which was good. And um, I knew I was fit because I had, like, we hit, I think it was maybe um, the Thursday before Zatapec, so I yep. know, five days before whatever. I hit this really good session and I sort of surprised myself how like fast and how easy it felt so like yeah I knew I was in good form and like I had been in good form like coming up to like before I went to Perisher anyway uh-huh. so yeah, yeah it wasn't really a surprise the form I was in I just didn't know how fast I could run yeah that made sense like yeah. so like um 31 39 it's the seventh fastest Australian ever and um yeah. also you're only 21 um yeah <laughs> so like like it um has that sunk in not really yeah. i mean i like uh, yeah the, the 31 39 sounds really good but then the olympic qualifiers like 31 25 so yep. i'm like oh like, <laughs> and it's not even half a second a lap so it's like it's good like I'll, i'm stoked with the time but I don't, I, I still think I have some more left in me, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I was reading an interview you did right after it and you said you felt pretty good with the last kilometre to go and then you finished yeah. with a 64 second last lap. Um, yeah. do, do you, do you, have you already started thinking about plans of potentially, um, uh, if, if COVID allows uh, travelling to try to get a qualifier or you know that's still evolving? Yeah, I think it's still evolving. Um, yeah. I'm just going to let that happen. If it happens, it happens. I mean, it would be great to go overseas or whatever and chase a time, but might not be able to. So I'm trying yeah. to not, like, think about that, and I'm just trying to think, you know, I've got a 5K coming up in Box Hill on the 2nd of March, so I'm just going to switch my focus to the 5K now, try run fast over that, and then whatever happens after that happens. I haven't really thought, given it too much thought, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think you could run for the 5K now? Like um, your, your PV um, towards the end of last year, you ran a 15.30. Um, yeah. Is that right? And then, yeah. Yeah, what, do you yeah think you I could... definitely think I've got a lot to shave off my 5K. Um, that 15.30 I ran was at, um, where did I run that? South Australia. And it was such, it was so windy, so windy. <laughs> and um the pace was a bit slow and I sort of took it up with like 2k to go or something. And, um, yeah, I think I ran like, I think I ran like, um, three minutes, like six minutes for the last 2k. So I definitely know that I'm, I can go a lot quicker over the 5k. Maybe, I don't know, sub 15, 10 would be nice, but 
I don't know. I don't want to be greedy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, I just want to, um, uh, yeah, for listeners to get to know you, I guess, on, on this um, podcast. Um, um, yeah, because I think it was pretty exciting um, for a lot of um, athletics fans, Zatapec, um, the women's 10K, like seeing you and, and Izzy Bat Doyle, like you're both young and it was sort of almost, I felt like a bit of a changing of the guard as in um, it was kind of cool to see you guys um, compete with Genevieve Lacaz, uh, Sine Diver, Ali Pashley. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess like how did you get into the sport and um, where did your running journey really start? And, you know, like how, was it your parents? Was it school? Like what, how did it all start? Well, I think it's like the typical, you know, made school cross country. And I just like, I think um, I randomly just got to state my first year in cross country. And yeah. I think it, I, I came like something like 64th or like something like real yeah. far back. And I remember after that, and um, I think it must've been the first year the girls could go to nationals. And I remember saying like to my dad, like, I want to make nationals. Like I want to go to like wherever it was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah that's sort of how it started and I um like I had such a group good group when I was younger like we were all around the same age I was coached by um Jason Maxwell uh-huh um yeah so um that was yeah we had such a good group and I just I just more did it because I loved it and then I think the next year uh, at state cross country so um I won and I was like so like that was just like out of the blue like I did not expect that and I remember going into um, National Cross Country and that was at um, Canberra at Stromlo. Yeah. Yeah. And I second and I think yep. I was in year six. So uh-huh. yeah, I was at 12. Um, so yeah, after that, after I got second, I was like, yeah, okay, this is what I want to do. Yes. And um, yeah, I sort of just like stayed the same until I was about 15. Yeah. <laughs> I never really cracked the win, but I was always like second or third. Yeah. Yeah. Until... Yeah. Yeah. I saw it, um, out of our maybe 14, you had a bit of a breakthrough, um, on the track, uh, like in the 800 and the 1500. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it. That was, uh, that, I will, I always, I remember I hated 800s, like hated <laughs> them. And every time I'd run them, I would always cry to my dad saying, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that year, um, yeah, it must've been 14. Was it 2014? Yeah. I um yeah, I sh- I think I went from like 218 to 208 in like a couple of races and I was like, what the hell? Like how did that even happen? <laughs> and then I must have ran like 427 for the 1500. Yep. Yeah. And I think that was like the peak of my junior career for a bit because after that it went downhill for a little bit. <laughs> I, was- <laughs> well- I got injured and whatnot, but um yeah, after I ran 208, I remember I was just running 800s. Um, I was picking the 800 over the 1500 at Nationals and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. cause both those races, you made it to, I think, I, I think for the 1500 where you ran 427, that was the Com Games, uh, trials for the 1500 for 2014 for Glasgow and you yeah, actually like, made I, the I, final. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember it being, and then I, I'm like, yeah, I was so nervous and I think I ran like. I would have ran like 431 maybe in the final. And I just remember being like, I was very hard on myself when I was younger. And I just remember being so like down on myself for running like 431. And I was like, I'm never running another 1500 again. <laughs> <laughs> I read I read um, a comment from uh, Jason Maxwell around about that time. And said he said, one of your strengths is that you're just really hungry and you, you really want to yeah. get better at the sport. Um, um, and he said like, yeah, there's one thing being talented, but the other, the other, um, strong, strong, um, asset that you have is that you're, you really like to getting better. You like getting better. Yeah, yeah, I was, I mean, I think it worked for my strengths for the most part, but in the end, it's sort of like, I was really hard on myself. Like, um, especially when I was younger, like having such a good junior career. And then when you like every girl sort of goes through that, like plateau stage, and so when I started to plateau, um, yeah, I, I would really struggled for a bit. Like, and um, in the end, I get I got injured and I sort of stopped running for a couple of years. Yep. 
But um, yeah, just seeing like all the girls and stuff like in the end, like running well, the girls I used to race against, that did make me hungry, you know, to run better. Yeah. You know, I'm back. Yeah. What injuries um, ended up happening? And uh, yeah, talk us through that plateau period. Um, uh, yeah. So what what happened? And and then uh, sort of what what do you think sort of inspired you to get back into the sport? Because you see a lot of girls. Um, Oh, and boys around that age where they sort of don't get back to the sport. Yeah. Um, so I had burst, I think it was maybe 2015. Um, I started to have problems in my hips and um, I ended up having bursitis. I think it was in my right hip. And um, yeah, that sort of, I ran, I am someone like if I feel a little niggle like in the back of my head, then it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not anymore, but I was. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I ran through that. I think I was running through that for like maybe six months, maybe a bit longer. And um, and I wasn't improving really when I was running. I was sort of going a bit backwards. And so um, I think it was coming up to the uh, World Cross Country Trials. Yeah, I um, raced that and... Yeah, after that, I had to pull out in the race because my hip was just like on the heels. It was like so much. And then after that, um, I, yeah, I just, I think it was about one and a half, two years. I, I was still, I had about six months off and then I was still running, but I wasn't running every day. Like I was just sort of running when it suited me. So I didn't completely stop. I just stopped competing and just like sort of let my body like, you know, regroup. And yeah develop because <laughs> like yeah it's so hard especially girls like between like 15 to 18 like like the growing part and like still like social life like it's really hard but I think the thing that got me back into it was you know just like seeing all the girls that um I race against especially like like I was all really good friends with them and I was like seeing them go to like world juniors and stuff and I'm like that should be me like I can do that <laughs> who was so, yeah, who, who, who are some of those girls um, Amelia Mazzadowney, yep. um, yeah, she's been one of my best friends, like, since we were competing together when we were, like, 12, and, um, I remember Amy Harding-Deleuze made, um, World Juniors too, and we were really close to, and I think, um, Georgia Evans made World Cross Country that year that I didn't make it, so I was like, like, I've been competing since then, like, you know, we've all, I'm so close to them, why can't I, why can't I make it? Yep, <laughs> yeah. yep. And have you always been based, uh, yeah, in Merewether, um, yeah, near Newcastle? Yeah, Merewether. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't moved. <laughs> yep. And then when did um, you sort of transition um, to Scott Westcott's uh, training group, and and how did that eventuate? Yeah. So I started with Scott. Maybe I think it was twenty eighteen. Maybe. Um, I, I think I've been training with him three years now. Yep. Maybe a bit long. Um, I started with him. So I left Jason just after my injury happened. Um, after World Cross, World Cross Country Trials. Sorry, my timeline's like so off. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a very good memory. But um, yeah, so I left Jason just after that because um, in the end, there was only like three of us really running and, and I was the only girl. And I, like, I just needed a change of scenery and like, you know, a new environment. So yeah, yeah, I left. I left him then. Went to Scott three years ago, and um, hmm, I can't even remember. Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> oh no, no, that no, that answers it well. Like I was just wondering, um, yeah, like how how that came about, and um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just needed a change of scenery. Um, like yeah, it wasn't there wasn't many people and. Scott had such a good had such a good group and they were a bit older but um like I was like you know I was good friends with um most of them so yeah that's why <laughs> yeah yeah what do you like most about running um I like it clears my head it's sort of like I like the purpose for the day like if I don't go for a run in the day I feel like I haven't really done anything yeah but yeah I love it gives me a purpose yeah that's good yeah. and and then also um, at 21, so what are you doing alongside running? Is it is all your eggs in the one basket and you're sort of pursuing this running dream? Or yeah, what, what are you doing work-wise or study-wise? 
Yeah, so I just started um, primary school teaching at uni, at Newcastle Uni. Yeah, so I'm doing that. Um, but for a while, I was just, I work at a, um, a leagues club called South. So, yeah, um, I work, so when I'm working now, I work there probably like three or four times a week. Um, but I, I struggle a bit, like, like I'm doing like, say, eight to ten hour shifts on my legs all day. And I really, I like, I don't know, I just, I really struggle with it. So I haven't worked at the moment since November, which has been pretty nice. They've been pretty <laughs> nice, you know, giving, they're really good, for like giving me time off, time off and stuff. But yeah, I would love to just do running full time, but unfortunately... At the moment, it's not really possible. My parents help me out a fair bit, and they have been, which is nice too. I'm pretty lucky in that sense. But yeah. <laughs> and do they run? Do does um, do your parents run uh, as well? Um, they would like to. They say they do. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dad's run a couple of marathons, but he's retired his running career. Yep. And um, mum will say that she's um, Raymond Terrace High cross country champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as far as her running career goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my family's a lot like footy. Yeah, our, okay. Um, rugby league is yep. their thing. And do you have yeah. any brothers or sisters? Or Yeah, I've got two brothers. I've got an older brother, Will, um, who actually runs, been running really well at the moment. He does like most of his runs with me. He's about to start being in front of me in my sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then Tom here. Sorry, there's a there's there's work going on next door. Well, that's all right. Is that too loud? No, no, it can, it's fine. I can okay. you can just hear it, but it uh, um it makes it genuine. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, and Tom's he's a year younger than me, and he doesn't run. He just does whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then I noticed that you um, you wear um, you're sponsored by New Balance. Um, how did that relationship yeah. sort of uh, develop? And um, yeah, how did that all start? So I think um, I won Zadapec under twenties um, the last year I could do it. And after that, I went to training. I went to um, Bottle Park with um, NPC squad, and Nick sort of. Um, propose the idea to yeah. me. I think he had been speaking to Scott beforehand. So yeah, that's sort of how it came about. Um, and yeah, they're great. I love New Balance. Um, I think this is like my third year now. So yeah. Nice. And then yeah. um, like you had the hip, the bursitis, um, yeah, through sort of your mid-teen years. H have you had any other injuries or you're going pretty well um, with your body um, so far? Um, because uh, like a lot of um, athletes that are, you know, going through their teenage years and then into their early 20s, the body, your body's still changing. So like, have you had to um, uh, be careful with your training? Um, how have you, how's your body sort of going injury wise or you seem to be going pretty smooth sailing so far? Yeah, so far, touch yeah. wood, yeah. I, have, I haven't had any injuries since, yeah, my hip problem. Right. Um, I've had a niggle here and there, but like nothing that I've had had to have like more than like a couple of days off, which is, um, yeah, it's not surprising. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty strong, even though I'm sort of aren't, aren't the best in the gym. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't really had any troubles. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Um, what does a typical training week look like uh, with Scott and the group uh, in Newcastle? And, or even, like I was having a look at your Strava um, in those couple of weeks while you're uh, up doing the altitude training. Um, looks like your mileage each week varies a fair bit. Um, so when you're doing yeah. the altitude training, it looked like you were covering a fair bit of running. And, and then yeah. whereas like the last week, it looks like you've sort of um, made sure that you're having an easier week yeah well I'm not the best at posting on Strava sometimes it yes. doesn't make it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah well usually I range between depends sort of what's happening that week but between 130 to 140k a week I think I did hit a 145 when I was at Perisher that was a big week but um I feel like when you're away on an altitude like camp like I don't know why but K's just seem to like go up so much higher yep but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know how this happens you yeah. must be running faster 
But um, <laughs> yeah, usually like our trading's pretty like straightforward. Like it doesn't really like the sessions vary a little bit throughout the week, but you sort of know what you're gonna do like every week. So like usually on a Monday, I just do like an easy sixty minutes, and um, I don't arbo jog on a Monday. And then on a Tuesday, we usually do like a pretty simple session, like something like eight by K or miles or just like something like that. Um, not too hard because like obviously after long run and stuff, but yeah, just something just good running in the legs. Um, and then I Arvo jog on a Tuesday, Arvo too. And then Wednesday is usually like our midweek long run. So I usually do 10 mile um, just I, it varies. Sometimes I go in the bush and like do the hills or sometimes I just go flat um, with Scott. Depends who I, depends who wants to run with me that day. <laughs> and, um, is, is Scott still that, running? Like Scott's still um, running yeah, pretty yeah, well? Yeah. 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 He, uh, he, I don't think he'll ever stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to do Goldie Marathon. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, um, yeah, Wednesday afternoon, we do like a sprint session. So it's like, um, I tag along with this like sprint group and we do like, I don't know, it might be like 100 meters with eight minutes recovery. It's bit, it's, um, it's very different to what I'm used to. I'm still getting used to like the really long recoveries. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's great week, though. Like that explains, um, uh, maybe a sprint finish. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I put it down to because I've never been able to like have that good change of speed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like it. I mean, it's hard, but I know it's good for me. So <laughs> um, that's cool. And then, yeah, and then Thursday we it's like our half session sort of day, so we do the sixty minute strong run, and usually it varies between like three fifties to four minute K pace. It just what I'm whatever I'm feeling is sort of how it goes. If I run in the afternoon with like a bit of a crew, it's at, it's usually a little bit slower because everyone's been at work or whatever and we're all chatting. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, Friday is just an easy, I usually do between 10 to 12K depending on how big I've ran that week. I sort of just calculate it and make a, make a decision on the morning. <laughs> yep. And then um, Saturday is always like, well, during track season, it's a track sesh. So, um, yeah, it ranges a bit. Um, I think the last track session I did, I did like three by mile at like five minute miles with like a fast one mile, like varying paces and then like a fast one K at the end. Yeah. So yeah, it just depends what race is coming up and what we have to get ready for. And then Sunday I usually do long run. So I usually do one forty-five. maybe once a month I'll do two hours. Just depends. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then yep. what, what's the running like in New, like Newcastle? It. Yeah, it's really good. Um, we've got so many, like, like our, I usually, I live close to Glenrock, which is like this big national park. And there's so many good trails in there. And it's just so good to like switch the brain off and just like run. It's like interesting, but it's like not, you know, slow, too slow that you'd like, you know, not, <laughs> not moving. Yep. So yeah. And there's like along the beach, obviously is always really nice, although it's, always really busy now <laughs> yeah yep. yeah but yeah the running's good there's um this really good trail that we run in in belmont and it goes for like three and a half k out i think or 4k out and i do a lot of monday runs along there too okay cool. with, um yeah well the the running scene in newcastle is booming isn't it like you you guys have got a lot of park runs and um, yeah the runners yeah. love it there's so yeah. many out i'd like um, I think there's this group um, called the Flyers. The yep. Flyers, yeah. They go, they're, they're massive and they go out at like um, 6 a.m. on a Sunday. We always see them finishing the run. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, nah, the, the park run community is like really big here. I think Newey Park Run's the biggest park run in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've heard something. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. then what about your group, like Scott's group? Um, how many um, would be in your group? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's a fair few now we've, um, we've sort of recruited a couple of, um, younger kids and they're really good. Um, so I have, um, so my main training partner is probably Cal, Cal Lang. He, um, that's who stayed with us, um, at 
where he stayed at Charles with me for yep. a bit. And then um, we've got Connor Stevenson. And um, so there's probably 15, I think. Yeah. And then we've got, there's a couple of younger ones too. And I think there's probably more younger ones than there, there is older people. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Like Guy Walters runs with us too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like you've sort of got like a mix of um, people just ahead of you and, um, and yeah, people Scotty behind? Yeah, Scotty does a really good um, job of like um, planning the session out so everyone sort of has someone to run with. So say I'll do like, I don't know, a 1K rep and I'll have um, – someone like running with me for like 400 she drops out has a lap rest and then goes again or whatever yeah Scotty's really good at like um managing the session like that it seems like a lot of hard work (laughs) 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 to organize everyone but yeah it's really good and um I've always got one of the older guys like taking me through whenever we're at they're always they're so good with that (laughs) nice um, yeah. And who, who, who would you say is, um, yeah, some, what, some of the funniest people in the group? Like who, who um, yeah, is always uh, joking around? I don't know. They might get a little bit offended if I don't mention them. <laughs> 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 I don't know. They're all pretty good. Um, yeah. Probably Connor always makes me laugh. Yep. <laughs> no, that's He's good. good. <laughs> and and so, always- yeah, go. Oh, Scotty just has this saying, saying, just let corn do corn. So we always joke about that. It's really funny. <laughs> Is that Connor's nickname? Yeah, corn. <laughs> That's a great nickname. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know how it came about. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, and uh, so w- with that with that squad, like, does Scotty jump in still a little bit or is he purely just coaching from the side? No, Scotty does every session. He probably... Um, so he, I'll run with him maybe like once a week on an easy run and I've seen, cause he works, um, he's a school teacher. So he usually does his session in the Arvos, um, with the younger kids, but, um, yeah, I'll train with him on a Saturday and he'll like, he'll alternate between like taking Cal on like a rep and then he'll come back and take me. So he's pretty good yep. like that. He's probably like one of the fittest in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what are he won our 10K time trial we did back in um, September. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Nah, he- <laughs> um, yeah, what, like you've had, um, yeah, Scott as, as a coach and, and then, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Jason Maxwell. Um, what, what are some of the um, biggest role models you've had so far in your young career and, and, and what have you learnt from them? Yeah, um... Well, obviously Scott, he's such a role model. He um, yep. he is like a no like no complaints, just get it done type of guy. Like that's um like he made the Olympics when he was forty, and um yeah yeah <laughs> and still like he's still going so well now, and like has so much on his plate. So yeah, that's pretty. That's like whenever I'm like hurting, I'm like oh I can't tell this to Scott. He'll just tell me to toughen up. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and, like, I always love racing against, you know, like, like, Jen and stuff. Like, she's, like, yeah, she's a really good role model and, you know, she's been good for so long. So, like, yeah, that's something that I want to be like when I'm, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, she she's done a great job inspiring a lot of um, athletes. Um, yeah, and she's – I love racing against her and, like, she always gives such good advice. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's really – What's some advice that sticks out that um, she's given you? Oh, uh, I mean, she just, uh, like, we race each other. We've been racing each other for maybe for the last, like, year or so. And she's always, like, I don't know, she's always, like, you'll crack it or, like, something like that. And she was so nice to me after Zadapec. I mean, like, her and Andrea did a lot of the leading. And, um, yeah, at the end, she was, like, she was just, like, saying she was proud of me and stuff. So that was nice to hear. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like coming from someone who's, um, uh, yeah, made the Olympics and then you know runs run so quick over the three k steeple and um, yeah, and yeah, yeah just crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, like with the uh, with the Olympics, um, they're obviously on your radar. Um, yeah, yeah. When, when did you realize that? Um, yeah, that's what you you sort of wanted to um 
you know, like you've just mentioned, Jen Lacaz is, you know, a big role model of yours. When did you realize that, oh, I really want to sort of um, do what she's doing or, or make, make it to the highest level with running? Yeah, I think, well, I feel like, I don't want to say every runner, but most yeah. runners' dreams is, you know, to make the Olympics. So, like, that's always been, like, in the back of my head. And um, at first I thought, well, coming into this year, I thought, you know, like, if it's possible, it would be the 5K, but, you know, it's a very slim chance and I'd have to, you know, have the best race of my life sort of for that to happen. So I haven't really been thinking too much of it, but now obviously after Zadopec and stuff, um, yeah, it's it's obviously on my radar now, but I'm... I mean, I'm trying not to think about it. Like, if it happens, it happens. But I don't – it's not the be-all and end-all this year for me. Like, I've still got a couple more years left to, like – you know, I've got Paris 2024 is obviously the main goal. So, like, that's still three years away. So, yeah. If it happens, it happens. But I'm not trying to think about it and put too much pressure on myself about it because, like, that wasn't really in the plan anyway. So Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's just a bonus. <laughs> Now, and, and then you mentioned the 5K um, is like that. That was what you were sort of thinking is probably um, like an event to really target. Like, what is your yeah. favorite event? Um, and where do you think, um, what do you think your be- best event will be? Um, I, I think my favorite event is the five, but I think I'll be stronger in the 10. But I, maybe I'm just saying that now because I haven't ran a good five, like a proper 5K yet. But at the moment, I still think the 5K is um, my favourite just because a 10K can just go so differently, like every race. Like I remember last time I raced Zatapec, um in 2019 and that when it felt like forever. Like yeah. <laughs> it's mentally, like mentally you have to be so strong, which like I think I like, but yeah, it's just whatever happens on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're so right. Um, like you've just fresh off um Zatapec, uh, the recent Zatapec that went so well. Um yeah. but yeah, it's funny how um, you know, when, when you're not quite feeling right or um you're not quite right that it can just feel so far that ten K on the track. Um yeah. it's funny how different uh, yeah, they can I feel. Yeah, I well last I remember um someone told me just don't look at the lap counter until it's in single digits. And I did not do that last time. I was staring at the lap <laughs> counter every time. And it just felt like forever, especially when I got like um, the girls, Jen, and I think it was Emily Brigacek dropped me with like, I think it was like 4K to go. And I remember just staring at the lap counter like, oh my goodness, this is going to be so long. <laughs> well, what do you yeah. think the biggest difference is um, with how you prepared for this one do you think it's just another year under the belt of training and you're just a bit stronger or yeah yeah definitely like just yeah another year of training just stronger like mentally and I was like I was ready for like whatever sort of happened I mean last year it, it was such a different race last year I think we got running like 320s for like the first 3k and then they just dropped the hammer and like I had never raced like that before so it was just such a shock to the system but um, this year the race was so much more smooth and even pace, which obviously feels a lot better. And I think I was just, you know, more experienced. Yeah. Yep. You had mm-hmm. some big breakthroughs in November where you ran nine flat for the 3,000 at the New South Wales State Champs. Um, and then, yeah, you had that 5,000 in South Australia where you ran 1530. Then mm. in Launceston, you had a really good run uh, at the 10K at the end of 2020 in December. Um, yeah, yeah how did you cope with COVID and, and then um, uh, those races at the end of 2020, um, how important were they, um, uh, you know, do you think for um, your confidence going into Zatapec? Yeah, um, for me, I think COVID was like a really good period for me because like, I just was able from like, I think it was like May all the way through to like August, I was just able to get training done with no distractions. I didn't have to work and stuff. So like training was just my life. So I think it really benefited me. And I just had like three months, three or four months of just uninterrupted training. And then I think I did, I also did one race um, just as the um, restrictions started opening. I think it was in like June, I did a 3K 
it was like a mixed 3k at Bankstown. It didn't count for anything. Um, but I ran 9.57 there. So I knew like after that I was in good form. So coming into like when the real races like started, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. And, and then like, how do you, like you, you just said that um, during COVID when you sort of got those three or four months of uninterrupted training, like that really helped you and you sort of got, you felt like you got strong, confident and fit from it. Like how do you cope with like, went those times where running was your life and training training was like that was a fair focus in your life like are you pretty good at um being able to um uh yeah cope with those times or do you do you need a lot of distractions um yeah yeah um i'm pretty good at like switching off like out of training mode i mean I like, I don't, if I, I don't really give it too much thought. So like, I'm more like someone to just like, go get it done. And then I'll come home and like, just do whatever. Yes. So yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't like stress me out or whatever that training has to, you know, it's my life. Um, I think I'm pretty good at just like, just getting it done and yeah, doing whatever that rest of the day had to do. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're, you're pretty good at just being able to switch off and then not worry about it and and just think about other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll go watch Netflix or something. <laughs> <laughs> what there are was, there what, was happening in COVID? <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your other hobbies outside of running? Like, what what are um, some of your favorite things to to do and um, outside of running? Yeah, um, I mean, like we live on such nice beaches in Newcastle, so probably going to the beach is like my main one. Um, Although um, I haven't seen the beach much lately, but <laughs> um, um, yeah, just going out for coffee with friends, the usual. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. And, and then, um, yeah, so we've, we've, um, oh, I just w- wanted to know, like with Celia Sullivan, like does she still run with um, Scott and you guys? Um, is she still um, in that group? Yeah. Um, no, she lives in Sydney now. She's um, she's working full time, I think, as a pediatric nurse or physio, one of them. Yeah. So yeah, I have I haven't seen Celia, but yeah, she was such, especially her leading up to um, Com Games. Um, yeah, she was so it was so inspiring just to watch her train. Like she's such a machine, and like <laughs> just doesn't just loves her. So <laughs> she just loves it. So yeah, that was like. She doesn't train with us now, but um, I tra- I got to train with her for a couple of months leading into um, the Com Games. So yeah. <laughs> what What would you say some of your strengths are as a as an athlete, person, or runner? Like, um, what what sort of what do you think you're good at? Like, I know that's a hard question to answer, but what what why do you think? Um, yeah, what are some of your strengths? You know, even just mentally or even physically. Yeah. Um, I think I, I'm like in a race, like I'm able just to like, I always say that I race better than what I train. Um, yeah, I think in a race, like I just turn into a different person and I can just like, you know, like really focus and like just whatever happens, happens. But yep. I also think like, I'm, I like the fact that I don't stress over the little things. Yes. Just like. Yeah, no, that's, it is a good quality to have because um, I think, um, yeah, there's always going to be some little things um, in the preparation that don't go right. And if you find it yeah. like really, if you have a good ability to sort of um, not let them get to you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So calm under pressure. Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> I, did, I never used to be like that, but yeah, I think I've learned from my mistakes. So I don't want to go back there. <laughs> yep. No, that's yeah. great. And then um, what is your favorite uh, session of the week? So what, what kind of session is your bread and butter and you're quite good at and, or what do you look forward to? Yeah, I, hmm, I really like, like, like just, I don't know, four by mile or eight by K or just something like that. I like like the longer stuff that like feel good running stuff. Um, I hate speed sessions when we do like lactic sessions on the track. They are the worst, but I know I did them. Yep. But yeah, I think like definitely the longest stuff. Yep. 
like it's, it's it was pretty interesting how you had that early success over the 800 when you were 14 yeah. and, and then since then you've sort of um, realized that um, yeah perhaps your events sort of a bit longer yeah well when I trained with Jason like the group was mainly eight fifteen hundred runners um, and we did a lot of like um, speed stuff so every Wednesday I remember this session I'll never forget it was um, two threes four twos four ones and like all flat out and they would jog back recovery and I remember I used to cane myself on how far like I'd be trying to run like I don't know 46 to like 300 when I was <laughs> So I think that's why I was like able to run a good 800, but I can't say I enjoyed that yep. stuff. Yeah. Um, like just before you, you mentioned, um, yeah, Jen as a role model, um, already at 21, you're probably a role model to a lot of girls, um, and guys like coming up in the sport. Um, uh, what are some of the things that, um, you're, you're sort of, learnt already um, in your career that you think is perhaps good advice for an up-and-coming runner, um, you know, perhaps to, like, um, sustain their love of the sport and, and to keep in the sport? Yeah. Um, I'd say, like, whatever happened in, happens in your junior career, like, that's great that you're running well, but it only matters when you're, like, I reckon, like, 22 and up, like, still, maybe even 20 and up. But, yeah, just, like... Run well when you're young, but yeah, you won a race. It's not like, you know, not, I don't want to say, but like no one's going to remember that race, like, yep. you know, in a couple of times. So you just got to like, just keep at it, stay like, stay focused and just like be consistent. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. And what, what are some mistakes that you think um, so far you've made in your career in terms of, um, I don't know, like where you did is there any moments where you felt like um perhaps um yeah you you got like too too keen or uh, you burnt yourself out or um you overdid things like is there anything that you sort of reflect back on in your running career already where you were like oh i've really learned from that and and perhaps i need to um moderate that or change change that part of my my training or my my mindset or view on that aspect of running um, I'd say like, again, when I was younger, every race I did, I would be so hard on myself that I was so nervous before the race. I wouldn't even race to like the best of my ability. Cause I just had already run the race over in my head, like a thousand times on, you know, how I should run. So like for now, like now I go into the race, like mentally so drained. So now I like, to be honest, I hardly think about the race like going into it like I know I know how to run a good race I mean I'll have a chat to Scott um before on what the race plan is and then he said if that plan doesn't go to plan like don't worry about it like just run the race on how it is like that's what's going to happen if it's the perfect race so yeah for me I just you know don't put too much thought into it just take it how it is and yeah just run to my ability on that day and you know if I if I don't race well the sun's always going to come up tomorrow. Like it's not the, like, it's just a race in the, at the end of the day. So yeah, that's how I think about it. Yeah. No, that's really good advice. Like I reckon I went through the same thing. Um, even with my idea of running, um, yeah. Sometimes you think it's the end of the world like when you're a youngster, um, uh, and you really get yourself so worked up and nervous about everything. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of the times I was always coming like second and third because I just like my head was just all over the shop and like yeah I could I could never crack it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rose, in five to ten years' time, what do you hope to have achieved in running and and even just um, in life? Um, like if you look like at the crystal ball and sort of um, yeah, ten years down the track. Ideally, what do you hope to have, um, I don't know, where, where do you hope to be in your life? Yeah. So 10 years time, I'll be 31. So yep. hopefully I would have gone to an Olympics and um, yep. maybe finish my uni degree and have a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, That's great. Probably. And like just run, like just consistently running well and like running to the best of my ability and whatever that is, is what it is. Nice. Um, do you yeah. see yourself um, traveling overseas um, 
uh, you know, if COVID allows, um, you know, over the next year or two um, to do training camps or to to um, run the European um, circuit, uh, yeah, and and stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. I um, if I'm allowed, if we're allowed, I will. I was meant to go to um, Mount Laguna last year in um, May. So hopefully, maybe not this year, but yeah, in the next couple couple of years, I'd love to go race overseas. Everyone says the racing and training is so good over there, and everyone always runs really fast. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely like on one of my goals on my radar. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you see yourself as a lifelong runner? Um, or um, it, it, can you sort of see yourself as like, you're going to, you know, put everything into it um, while your, um, your, your body allows and then um, you sort of move on with, with life and do other things? Yeah. Well, I've always said once I retire, I'm going to stop and I'll take up <laughs> cycling or like rowing yep. <laughs> or something. <laughs> I don't know. But I guess Scott still hasn't stopped now, so that would probably be me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll just have to see. If I still love it, I, I hope I do. But, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, Rose, uh, if, if anyone was to, you know, wanted to follow you on Instagram or, uh, yeah, follow you on, on Strava, um, yeah, um, how do they do that? Little plug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Instagram's just I think it's just rose.davies and then my Strava is just Rose Davies, I think. Yeah. I don't know if you do you use the name for Strava. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I think my Strava's just Rose Davies. <laughs> I found I, I found you easy enough on it. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think Wait. um you're a legend and uh what you achieved the other week um was pretty incredible at your age, so you should be really proud already of what you've achieved in your running. Um, also think your attitude, um, of sort of being relaxed about it and, and not trying to stress too much about it and turn off outside of running is, is really refreshing and it's nice to hear. Um, so yeah, yeah I think a lot of people will listen to this and, um, yeah, be pretty inspired and, and, and like to follow, follow your running journey and, and, um, yeah, into the future. So good. Cool. Well, this was my first podcast, so. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's, it's great. And um, I think, um, yeah, you, sh you should sort of, um, people want to follow athletes um, and athletics needs people like you um, to, to grow as a sport. And um, yeah, there's a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of people that will um, enjoy hearing a bit more of, of your background and, and what you are like as a person. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me. No, no no, it was great. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. I've, I've taken up enough of your time. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for jumping on the show. No, you're right. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, see ya, Rose.